good morning and thanks for joining me on the Sahaja Yoga radio program. It's Lawrence here in the presenter's seat. And this morning we're going to be looking at the idea of creation. Some people feel that this occurred when the all-pervading power in the universe decided to create everything we see and experience around us, including human beings. For others, the more scientific explanation of evolution makes more sense. So we're going to look at how a universe created by a higher being and the idea of evolution can actually fit very well together. The techniques of Sahaja Yoga are based on the teachings of Sri Mataji Nirmala Devi. And the technique is to awaken a sleeping power of Kundalini within us and to allow that sleeping power of Kundalini to become active and work through our subtle system connecting us to this all-pervading divine energy. Experiencing this brings joy to our lives as we watch and we watch the Kundalini grow and evolve and ultimately experience the silence of meditation. So we'll take you through a guided meditation later in the program. Now I'd like to play a song called Adi Bhumi Devi, which means Mother Earth. And afterwards we'll be talking about some ideas of creation. the Sahaja Yoga meditation program on 2SER. Now I would like to read a short story which expresses one view of creation, incorporating the idea of evolution and man's growth and ascent until as a whole, humankind is ready to evolve into a new state of awareness, a spiritual awareness that takes us en masse into a state of thoughtless awareness and meditation a state we can achieve through Sahaja Yoga meditation. Now I want to tell you a story of how beautiful the universe was when it was created. There was a silence so loud that it resounded through everything. This was the silent voice of God which gave life to everything and in that silence there was love and holiness.
The love and holiness of an all-pervading power greater than this universe. This power split itself into a feminine potential power and a male power of action. Imagine, if you will, a dialogue between these two powers. The feminine power said, How do we share this bliss? How do we manifest our pure love? First we must create the principle of innocence and wisdom in form to give a firm foundation and auspicious start to this creation. We will give this form the head of an elephant to symbolize wisdom and the body of a child to symbolize innocence. The male power answered, Our separation signaled by the sound OM will enhance the auspiciousness of this divine creation. We both exist everywhere, forever. We are eternal and our love is all-pervading. We are pure spirits, so we are one, never separated. Let us, let us express this in our creation. The feminine power adds, I know that the epitome of this creation, man, will have problems with ego and conditionings and with the mind. But with our combined gift of love manifest, pure bliss will flow through the seven chakras of the creation. As it evolves, the power of the divine will show itself more and more. So then the female power clinked her bangles together and in the silence there was a big bang as the universe came into existence. The planets were created with the earth as the centerpiece. At this time before any living creature, the Adi Shakti, the feminine power, bestowed upon the earth two very special forces. The first was the force of love, which created and nourished all living things. Everything that existed felt this love through their, throughout their being as a cool breeze. The second force was a holiness or wisdom, so that all living things would know this power of love, as a child knows the love of its mother. Now this creative power of the universe, Adi Shakti, was a mothering energy. Life began on earth, first amoeba, then fish, then reptiles and animals. To help them evolve, the all-pervading power took its birth on earth from time to time. Such incarnations helped the fish to come out of the water and monkeys to stand up to walk and become primitive man. Once man made his mark on the planet, everything changed. In the beginning, mankind stayed within the balance of nature, but slowly, as he evolved, he began to dominate everything around him. From that moment on, the balance of nature was disturbed. As man developed and grew, the peace on earth was disturbed. In his free will he tried to dominate nature. Patiently, the mother of the universe watched as her beautiful garden slowed and began to die. She looked on, hoping that human beings would one day realize their beauty. From time to time she sent messages of peace through the incarnation of great souls to show them the way so that they would realize that they are supposed to be the most beautiful creatures in this garden of creation. All too often these messages of peace were turned into religions and the message lost. Some did hear her silent voice, the voice of pure knowledge, love and wisdom, and were inspired to create beautiful music, paintings and writings. But the silent voice of God was not heard by many of her children. Most could not feel the divine vibrations of love that flowed all around them. Even though this voice was loud and clear and resounded through the whole universe. This caused great pain to the Adi Shakti as she watched her children get lost and flounder. 
So it came to pass that mankind struggled with their evolution, and at the time when humanity was on the brink of destruction, the all-pervading power of the universe knew that the inner power of Kundalini must be awakened so all humans could find peace. It was also the blossom time when now all those seeking God would become fragrant flowers in the garden of creation. And so a technique was developed that allowed people to get their self-realization and establish their connection with their, their own spirit and the all-pervading power of the universe. Only then did they see their true beauty and the beauty of every human being around them. Good. 
Lord's Prayer there in Aramaic language. I'd like to play you a talk by the founder of Sahaja Yoga, Shimataji Nirmala Devi, on the subject of creation. God Almighty created this universe in a very beautiful manner. I have told you many a time the story of creation and how the evolution took place. The mirror is made to see your face. And God Almighty could not see Himself. His qualities, His greatness, His generosity, His magnanimity, like the sun cannot see itself, moon cannot see itself, like the gold cannot see itself. A pearl, how can it go inside itself and see itself? So, this creation was made like a mirror for God to see His reflection. Ultimately, He created the most beautiful mirror, that is human beings. At this point, it would have been all right if Adam and Eve had not used their freedom wrongly. There would have been not such a long time and had to go through evolutionary process with all the incarnations coming in, guiding people. And today, at this time, to get to your Spirit to express God in your mirror fully. This has taken a long, long process, but if you see, it's so beautifully done. I think that's the play of Mahamaya, that, first of all, beautiful worlds were created, beautiful stars were created, you say them around, then beautiful mountains and rivers, then beautiful plant kingdom came in and the beautiful variety of trees. So much of varieties. Varieties brings forth the beauty of God's own imagination. A leaf of any tree cannot match with any other leaf and also of the same kind. And a little thing like area of that leaf, there's a little variation which is mathematically, I think, raised to power 108 to 108, that you cannot make out or you cannot create two leaves of the same type. It is God's own whim and His own wish that He has showed His variety and aesthetics in creating this wonderful world. But all His aesthetics have been worked out the best in the human beings. And human beings started expressing that quality of God in their creation. The 
creation started at the hands of human beings expressed in such a manner that the beauty was brought in with the holy eyes of the holy men in the beginning of the times if you see whether it is in the west or in the east anywhere people created temples like we have here ajanta elora we have caves and caves all over but very close to us is this ajanta caves which was built in 10 centuries it was cut out hewn out of one rock without using any cement anything from top to bottom they started hewing it out and leaving it for next generation next generations might be 15 to 16 generations might have done this tremendous task with such dedication and devotion and with such precision because of their holiness because of their dedicated devotion to buddha whom they had never seen buddha never came down to south and they created such beautiful monumental work because they wanted to express the beauty of god's creative qualities even in the west you have seen great artists like michelangelo and many others who have created something of eternal beauty then there are people who started reflecting god in the musical notes and in the rhythm of this universe then there are poets who started singing the beauty of god and his greatness in their lyrics that is how the beauty is expressed through the holy hands of holy people all over the world i don't know nowadays if it is done so even in those days at the time of socrates laotse philosophy was the dominating subject people thought philosophy was the epitome of knowledge but suddenly then it turned to economics and that's the place where we lost our heritage of creativity of the divine values of the divine gunas people started depicting things that would sell and to sell the things they had to appeal to the masses and the masses who were of very low grade human beings were pleased by very vulgar expression of beauty There was a talk that Shimanaji gave back in about 1987 in India on uh, on the subject of the creation of the universe. I'd like to play you a track now sung by Gillian uh which is called the Exhalation of the Devi and it's in praise of the feminine power of the universe. Oh you soul of everything who is capable of extolling you he 
eternal and imperishable one. You are the embodiment of the sacred word. You are Savitri and the Supreme Mother of the Devas. By you this universe is born. By you this world is created. By you it is protected, O Devi. And you always consume it at the end. O you who are always of the form of the whole world. At the time of creation, you are of the form of the creative force. At the time of sustenation, you are of the form of the protective power. And at the time of the dissolution of the world, you are of the form of the destructive power. You are the supreme knowledge as well as the great nescience, the great intellect and contemplation as also the great delusion, the great Devi, as also the great Asuri. You are the primordial cause of everything, bringing into force the three qualities. You are the dark night of periodic dissolution. You are the great night of final dissolution, and the terrible night of delusion. You are the goddess of good fortune, the ruler, modesty, intelligence, characterized by knowledge, bashfulness, nourishment, contentment, tranquility and forbearance. Armed with sword, spear, club, discus, conch, bow, arrows, slings and iron mace. You are terrible and at the same time you are pleasing. Yea, more pleasing than all the pleasing things and exceedingly beautiful. Om Tvameva Sakshat Shri Mahalakshmi Mahasaraswati Mahakali Trigonatmika Kundalini Sakshat Shri Ari Shakti Mataji Shri Nimaladevi Namo Namaha Om Tvameva Sakshat Shri Kalaki Sakshat Shri Adi Shakti Shri Nimaladevi Namo Namaha Om Tvameva Sakshat Shri Kalaki Sakshat Shri Sahastrada Swamini Moksha Pradayani Mataji Shri Nimaladevi Namo Namaha A song in praise of the feminine power of the universe there. <clears throat> one half of the total power of the universe, if you like. Uh, so it's a lot to take in, all, all these ideas of creation. But just um, let it wash over you and uh, hopefully you'll uh, glean some of the knowledge. <laughs> I'd like to play you another talk by Shimadaji Nirmal Devi. And this is from an interview where she was asked the question, is the evolution of humankind related to the evolution of the planet Earth? Of course, it is very much related. And the <clears throat> planet, our planet is moving in a spiral way. All the planets are moving in a spiral way and they are creating all possible things 
for the use of human beings so that they can save time. Save time for getting their ascent and for meditative growth. But people don't understand that part. There is this subtle power which is all-pervading of God's love, which manifests all the things like living work, all nourishment, all balancing. It's so balanced. If the Pacific was slightly deeper than this, there would have been problems. If Himalaya was, say, one and a half times than what it is, there would have been problems. So everything is so balanced in nature. Mm. And the Almighty has created only one world. Only we human beings have divided and moved like criminals with our passports in our hands. Haji Yoga Meditation Program on 2SER. Now let's have a short meditation. I'll take you through a guided meditation. So hopefully you can experience the awakening of the Kundalini. Or if you've been listening for a while, you can join us for a meditation and perhaps go a bit deeper or um, just enjoy a Sunday morning meditation. So find a, uh, a comfortable place to sit and... You can sit with your palms facing upward on your lap. 
So if this is the first time you've been listening to the program, we'll just go through a series of affirmations where I'll ask you to place your right hand on uh, place, places on your left, left side of your body, say the heart and the stomach and just where the hip joint, for example, the hip and the um, leg joint on the left side. Anyway, I'll, I'll explain as we go. So, what we're doing, we're addressing the kundalini energy within us as kundalini, <laughs> the mothering energy within us as kundalini. <clears throat> and we're going to call her, call her mother. So let's start by placing the right hand where the left leg and the hip join. Just press your right hand in there and we're going to say silently within ourselves, Mother, please may I have the pure knowledge. Mother, please may I have the pure knowledge. <clears throat> you can say this as many times as you feel comfortable. Please may I have the pure knowledge. So by asking for the pure knowledge, you're inviting the Kundalini to rise. And so we'll move up to the next chakra, on the left side. Just to explain, the left side is, the, is a channel within us where we express our desire. So it's symbolic in a way, we place our right hand on the left side, just where the stomach is, below the ribcage there. Here we affirm a quality associated with this, with this chakra, with this energy center. Mother, I am my own master. Mother, I am my own master. Mother, I am my own master. can move up to the next chakra on the left side, the left aspect of the heart chakra, which is where the spirit resides within us. So here we affirm, Mother, I am the spirit. Mother, I am the spirit. Mother, I am the spirit. up to the next chakra on the at the shoulder level at the throat level but place the right hands on the left shoulder so your sort of fingers are behind and your the palm is in front and you can uh, massage your shoulder if you like your left shoulder just turn the head slightly to the right to stretch the muscle and here we are affirming quality associated with this chakra it's related to our self-esteem mother I am not guilty mother I am not guilty mother I am not guilty slightly shortened version of the guided meditation today. Just place your right hand across your forehead 
and you can lean your head slightly into the palm of your right hand. And affirm a quality associated with this chakra, that is of forgiveness. Mother, I forgive everyone. Mother, I forgive everyone. Mother, I forgive everyone. And now we move our right hand to the top of the head, just forward of the crown. Press the palm of your right hand on the top of your head and stretch your fingers up towards the ceiling or the sky. And here, ask the mother, mothering energy inside you for your self-realization. Mother, please may I have my self-realization. Mother, please may I have my self-realization. Just place your right hand back on your lap and try to keep your attention, just your awareness on the top of your head, just above the top of your head. There's no need to concentrate too much, just uh, try to make it effortless. And we'll just spend a, a minute in meditation. thoughts start to come up, you start to worry about things or think about what you have to do next week or what you have done last week. This is your time just to be in silence, in the peace, the internal peace. So just gently tell these thoughts, not now, not this thought, not now. And just return to the meditative state.
Now, what is the truth? Truth is that we are surrounded or we are penetrated or we are nourished, looked after and loved by a very subtle energy which is the energy of Divine Love. The second truth is that we are not this body, this mind, these conditionings, this ego, but we are the Spirit. Sahaja Yoga meditation program and I'd like to give you some contact details if you'd like to find out more about Sahaja Yoga or find out where a program is located near you so you can go along and uh, meditate as a group and learn some techniques so you can find us on the web at freemeditation.com.au that's one word freemeditation.com.au and you can also call a uh, phone number 1-300-724-252. That's 1-300-724-252. So we're coming to the end of the program today. Uh, enjoy your week and have uh, peaceful meditations. I'll leave you with a track uh, by Jesse Watt. Put your feet in 
Oh, uh-huh.